you be seated. I'm going to ask Brother Bubba if you don't mind. You be seated in the Lord's Prayer if you don't mind. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. and thank you for yes, God. Your presence, Lord, we love you. We thank you for everything you do for us. Yes. Your unconditional love. There's nothing like it. Amen. Flip over back a few pages to page 430. There shall be showers of blessing.
Not today? Okay. Awesome. All right, let's do uh let's do another one right here and uh let's look at page three oh nine. We just sung about our redeemer. I will sing to my redeemer.
first for the last three or four weeks, uh, my brain has been turning my feet off. Uh, I, I'm strong, I feel fine, but uh, my feet just don't work. And uh, supposed to meet with my neurosurgeon Tuesday uh, about uh, possibly removing the, the tumor. Uh, so I, I would ask y'all to pray, uh, but uh, much as the Hebrew children says, said, I know my God is able to, to save me, but it'll be all right either way. Sure. And, uh, I'm, you know, I've got small little grandchildren, and, and um, you know, sometimes, sometimes when I'm struggling to get my clothes on or just do a normal daily task, uh, I understand where, where this song is coming from. So y'all pray for us. And I'll try to do it. And I think they've got one. They've got a new one to do. But I'll help them do this one.
today. I do. Amen. Amen. Anyone got anything they'd like to share? I feel all the comes up. My Lord. songs today and uh, storehouse of God I don't believe you can ever run it dry uh, but it always seems to have everything that, that I stand in need of every day and, and uh, it, it, it continues to replenish and replenish and uh, in a world where we where we can run a lot of things dry if we overdo it. You're not going to ever run the storehouse of God dry. Amen. I'm so glad of that. I'm so glad of that today. It's good to be here this morning, and I'm glad of what I've been able to feel uh, down in my heart. Appreciate Brother Mark sharing with us. Uh, that was touching. Uh, uh, a lot of times here in America, uh, we don't realize that overseas that there are things a lot different than they are here. We have social programs and churches that uh, uh, see after the poor uh, here in, in, in this country. I know there's people that are, that are needy here in this country, but you begin to look and, and see what's going on uh, over in other countries, and it breaks your heart just to think about things that we throw away that, uh, that, that, that they're in need of today. So let's, let's really pray about that and see what we can do to advance the kingdom of God and show our love towards, towards these that are in need. Uh, it's good to see uh, uh, Brother Glenn and Sister Chris's grandchildren with them today. And, uh, we got to see them yesterday. We had decoration at Wimble yesterday and they were all up at the house and we ate and had a big time and and uh, I love to see these children. Good to see all of our visitors that's with us today. Appreciate you uh, being here uh, today. And Brother Bo, we're praying that uh, Tuesday when you meet with the doctor that the right decisions will be made. We know that we feel like the doctor will follow the Lord's leadership and guidance and, and uh, his advice. And we know that you will. And, uh, and, and God will will take care of this matter. And I know right now the unknown is the uh, uh, not knowing which way to go is, 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 is kind of leaves you in limbo, but uh, hopefully after Tuesday you'll be settled on something there. And, and we're going to pray that uh, this will all, and it will, it will all get better. And, uh, uh, but we have so much to pray about. And I tell you, when you love folks and here at the church, we consider each other family and when one of us is hurting uh, physically uh, we all hurt we do and, 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 and that's the way that it should be a family and uh, when when one gets to rejoice we all get to rejoice with them and uh, I appreciate that today uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews the fifth chapter uh, last week was Mother's Day and we had a sweet spiritual service we had a lot of uh, testimonies and and songs and and uh, and and I was really dreading uh, the message last Sunday preaching it. I know that I shouldn't, but I was. And and um, the Lord got us out of it last Sunday, and 
And I got to just enjoy myself. And I said, now, Lord, you've got a whole week to give me something else uh, to preach on. And I studied, and I begged, and I pleaded. But uh, for some reason or another, he continued to bring us right back to where we were last Sunday. So evidently, it's needful uh, uh, for, for, for us to try to expound on this and preach on this for just a, a few minutes. And uh, I, I want you to understand that uh, whatever we preach led by the leadership of the Lord, it's because we love you today. And uh, we're just delivering the mail from God uh, today. And we hope that through it we can grow and, and become stronger uh, become stronger Christians. But uh, in the uh, fifth chapter of the book of Hebrews, and I believe it's the fifth chapter is a short chapter, and I believe I'll read the entirety of it, and then maybe two verses into the sixth chapter. So you bear with me as we read, For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men and things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself also is compassed with infirmity. And by reason hereof, he ought, as for the people, so also for himself to offer for sins. And no man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. And he saith also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Call of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek, on whom we have many things to say, and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. For when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are the are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that useth milk is unskillful in the words of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses ex exercised to discern how both good and evil. Reading in the first and second verse of the next chapter, it says, Therefore, having the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and the faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection from the dead and of eternal uh, judgment. And I believe I'll stop reading right there. In this uh, uh, first verse in the sixth chapter, if you're not careful, uh, you would think that the writer here, uh, when he says, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, uh, 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 you would think maybe that he's saying, uh, leaving Christ. But he's not saying that today, uh, but he's talking about moving forward from where you're at. 
And uh, uh, we go back here and we look at what the writer is saying. Evidently, he had come across some Hebrew Christians here uh, that were not as far along as, as uh, 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 he thought they might be or thought they should be. And so uh, uh, here he used the example of, of being on milk and uh, those that were less experienced and not ready uh, uh, to move forward were still on milk. Uh, and we understand that meat is for those that are a little bit deeper in the Word, those that have, uh, are a little bit farther along with God, and, and they uh, are prepared for meat. So here, uh, the writer, uh, uh, he saw some of these Hebrew Christians as those ready to move on, but he found many of them here uh, that were not ready. Maybe uh, uh, that he thought maybe they could be teachers, but he said they're still in need of being taught rather than uh, being teachers. And so uh, uh, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of discussion about who wrote uh, the book of Hebrews. A lot of uh, people feel like it was the Apostle Paul by the tone of the scripture and the things that correspond maybe over in uh, Corinthians that Paul said over there that kind of correspond here in Hebrews. And we know how that the book of Hebrews talks about a better way. And we talk about a royal priesthood, an eternal uh, priesthood here. Uh, a lot of people felt like that uh, it could have been uh, Barnabas or Luke or Apollos or somebody else uh, that wrote this book of Hebrews, but it seems to uh, uh, lean back towards uh, the type of Paul's writing. But whoever it was, uh, nevertheless, it's the Word of God and it's for our hearing uh, and our growing today. And so uh, we begin to look here as they uh, begin to write uh, and he begins to write to him and talk to him here. And I thought about where he said in the 12th verse, for when the time that ye ought to be teachers, uh, ye have one uh, need that one teach you again uh, the first principles of the oracle, oracles uh, of God. So here, uh, the writer was trying to uh, expound on the uh, priesthood of Christ and how that it was an eternal priesthood. Up to this point, as you know, uh, there was priests that were ordained uh, uh, into the priesthood. You go back to the Levitical uh, priesthood and you see uh, the qualifications that a man had to uh, be priest. And, and we uh, have to understand that these men uh, were not perfect. They were not uh, sinless. They had flaws amongst themselves. And so uh, the people would come and uh, bring to them uh, their sin offering or repentance offering, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of times uh, the priest would have to go and pray for himself and ask repentance for himself before he could send a sacrifice uh, for those that had come. And so uh, it was just like dealing with any other earthly human being. We all have faults and failures. But here, uh, the writer was trying to get these Hebrew uh, Christians to understand uh, that Jesus Christ uh, became the supreme sacrifice for you and I today. Therefore, uh, the, 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 the mutilation and cutting up of bulls and goats and all these animals is no longer needed. He became that perfect sacrifice and he's on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I. But as the writer was trying to explain that uh, to these Hebrew Christians, uh, he could tell that a lot of them, uh, how the Bible said was dull of hearing. Uh, amen. Uh, and he could tell they weren't far enough along uh, in the scriptures uh, to understand this eternal priesthood. Uh, and so he said it was needful uh, that we go back. Uh, 
uh, to the milk of the word, uh, get back to the foundation, uh, and start from there. Uh, I mean, you and I can't lay a new foundation. Uh, it's already been laid. Uh, and Jesus Christ, uh, according to the word of God, uh, is the chief cornerstone of that foundation. Anybody that builds on any other foundation is on weak and shifting sand, and it will not stand today. Amen. Amen. But he began to tell them here, the oracles of God, you need to go back to the basics and start over and go from there. I, I tell you today, I, I'm afraid there's a lot of God's people I, today that's stuck in second grade I, I, just because how they hadn't taken I, the initiative I, to study. I, and if I love you today, y'all pray for me for just a few minutes, I, I, but hadn't taken the initiative how to study I, and to ask God for wisdom and for understanding how somebody said preacher is Jesus Christ and him crucified nothing less nothing more I'll agree with you and that is the basis of what we believe today and without that there's nothing but I believe today that there's room that we might grow closer to God increase in learning and begin to get off the milk and to get on a more firm substance how that we might grow in the Lord today. Amen. That's right. The Apostle Paul, and this is one reason that I believe that uh, probably he was the writer of the book of Hebrews over in 1 Corinthians. Uh, he said this. He found some people over in Corinth there. There was a lot of envy and strife that was going on amongst the Christians in Corinth. And, and uh, this is what Paul said to them. And he said, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. He said, I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherunto you were not able to bear it, neither yet are ye now are ye able. And so what Paul was saying was, how we've got to get back and get back to the clean foundation and grow from there. I begin to think about when you see a litter of puppies and everybody's seen them. It can be kittens, it can be puppies or anything else. And when they're first born, they're on their mother's milk and they have a natural instinct to go straight to their mother to get their nourishment. But she watch them over a period of time. And when they get up around five, five and a half, six weeks old, we call it weaning. Amen. And it comes a time when you take them off their mother and the dependency they have on their mother's milk. And you put a little bowl of milk down there. And the first thing they'll do, they'll stick their nose in it. And they'll snore because they don't know how to drink it. It smells good to them. It looks good to them. But they don't know how to take it in. But after a little while, they'll find out that they can start lapping it up. And it tastes pretty good. They're growing little bit by little bit. And then you start mixing a little bit of canned dog food in there with it and encouraging them to not only learn to drink, but to learn to take bites and to digest. And you'll watch them. They'll get a little further along. I will speak
speed up time a little bit. And then all of a sudden you can take a bag of dry dog food and cast it down there and they'll gobble it up. But they had to start out on their mother's milk. And you and I today, we have to start out on the basis of Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's the basis of it. But from that point on, you and I need to grow in the Lord that we might have a better understanding of the Lord today. Amen. Amen. You know the reason today that a lot of people can't discern between good and evil is because we're still drinking milk. Still drinking milk. We don't expect our children when they're real little, amen, to know everything about good and evil. We try to teach them. But I, regardless of their age today, we got a lot of, of Christians today that may be all up in their years in age, but they're still drinking milk. Amen. Still on the milk. And the reason today that a lot of folks, I'm going to tell you something today. I, the reason that we have trouble figuring out what's a woman's bathroom and what's a man's bathroom, amen, is because we're on the milk and we haven't been able to discern good from evil, amen. And until we begin to grow in the Lord today, till we begin uh, to head towards the meat of the word, and it's a growing process. I found out in Christianity uh, that being a Christian is a, is a growing thing. I, I tell you what, I'm not what I was, but I'm not what I'm going to be uh, today. If I'll continue uh, in the word of God uh, and continue to come to church uh, and continue to attend Sunday school and hear the devotion and hear the testimonies, I can't help but grow in the word of God today, amen. amen. And it will help us to be a discerner today from right and wrong. The Bible said that Solomon was a very young man when he was king. And he had enough concern for himself. He said, I'm but a child. But when God asked him, said, when God told him, said, ask of me what I'll give you. And I thought about all the things that Solomon could have asked for. Riches, honor, prestige, big house, big chariot. The Bible said that he asked for wisdom and understanding. And he asked for discernment on how to judge so great a people. Amen. This is a great people that you put me over God. And without you, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I don't have the first clue as to how to live. But God, if you'll give me that, and I'm asking for it, Lord wisdom and understanding and discernment. Amen. And we know the story. God blessed him with that. And because he didn't ask for riches and honor, God went over and beyond the wisdom and understanding that he gave Solomon. And he blessed him with all these other things. There. Let me tell you something. If we'll seek God's leadership and his guidance in every decision-making thing that we do, I can promise you today that what he gives you will be more than what you thought you'd get. Amen. Amen. There's some bonuses that comes along with this today. Amen. Well, we're talking about these Hebrews that were still on the mill. Amen. I believe the writer was telling this time that we that we move on, we graduate. I guess I use the, the term second grade because I had experience with that. And I can remember uh, second grade vividly, one of my worst years. And uh, when it come time to, 
that all the other kids were moving on to third grade. I remember the teacher having a conference with my mother and said, oh, really, I don't believe he's ready to move on to third grade. We've got some issues here that he needs to learn uh, or he'll be behind all the way through. And so uh, Mama said, son, you're going to be in second grade again this year. You're going to repeat it. And I thought, that means 13 years of school instead of 12. And I was so upset. But I, I, I thought about it. And my daddy told me, he said, son, if you'll apply yourself, if you'll know you can do it, if you'll apply yourself, uh, you can go on and move on. And I remember about midways through the second term in second grade. I remember uh, uh, the teacher advising my mom that maybe some individual counseling, individual tutoring would do me some good, maybe some one-on-one. -on -one. And I remember, I'm still talking about you can stay stuck where you're at or you can have the willpower to move on today, amen. 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 And I remember, uh, so mom, I found this tutor that she knew and uh, this old woman, she was old, way up in her years. I'll never forget her, Miss Caldwell. And she lived in one of these old Anabong homes down in Birmingham, old house. Smelt like mothballs, I remember. And we went in there, and uh, and uh, she and she said, "Now, what we're going to try to do is get you to understand what you're having a problem with." And I said, "I see that. We'll do that." And uh, and she gave me individual attention, and, and it did help me. But I remember a conversation that she had uh, with my mom that I wasn't supposed to hear. Mom had come to pick me up there one day, and uh, I remember they were talking, and, and she said. Well, the boy's not dumb, but he does have a, an attention deficit problem. And I thought about that. She said, his mind's on everything under the sun besides what I'm trying to teach him. So what I'm working on is keeping his attention, keeping it where he can understand it today. I said that to say this. I didn't want to repeat second grade a third time. <laughs> and I applied myself. I did what I had to do to move on. That's right. Amen. I believe today that a lot of us are missing out on the blessings of God. We're missing out on a lot of joy in Christ when we don't lay it out a little deeper in the scriptures today. Amen. I've always been one that's loved Brother Don's simplicity. I did. I like to keep it simple. Amen. And then the Internal Revenue Service explained something in the thing. I said, make it where I understand it. Amen. Don't, don't try to confuse me with big words in the words. But I'll say this today. If you and I will apply ourselves, move on out of second grade, and begin to increase. Old, old men of God, I remember Brother Michael telling me that, that old men that you would think knew everything, and they would tell you, I'm still learning. It's still a learning problem. There's mysteries in the Word of God. A lot of folks come to the first mystery that they don't understand, and they just close the book, and they say, I can't make any sense of it. It's mumble-jumble to me. But I tell you this today, there's a lot of things in God's Word, God's Word that is written in black and white, easy for us to know. Why do you think he spake in parables I, I, when he was teaching his disciples I, and his followers over there? I, he did it to be able to get them to relate to something they could understand. I, but today, I, 
it's high time that we move on from parables and we're able to get more into the meat of the Word of God and to grow spiritually. It is Word today. Somebody said, I preach I'm just going to let those our scholars learn more about the Bible and then we'll just trust it to them. I believe it's the truth. I believe today that each and every one of us, amen, need to dig a little bit deeper amen. in the Word of God. It's so easy to get stagnated. Amen. It's so easy to get at ease in Zion. But today, if we'll seek his leadership and his guidance, there's an old song, I want to know more about my Lord. Amen. I want to know more. <coughs> I'm so thankful for our Sunday school, our devotions. I'm thankful for everything that the church does that helps me to increase a little more knowledge and understanding His Word today. Paul said in one place, he said, when I was a child, he told this to the church at Corinth. He said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. And I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, he said, I put away childish things. He told him, he said, what other foundation can no man lay? And that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm afraid today that a lot of folks, if you're not careful, you'll get off the foundation that he's laid today. And that's the only way, the only way you and I can build is to build on what's already been established today. And we begin, we become ones that can get off the milk and begin to get on the meat of the Word. For a long time, I remember, you know, when I first announced my call to preach, I was 37 years old. I was old up in my years more than a lot of people are when they announced their call. And Brother Ed Engel, my pastor gave me my first appointment, and I was scared to death. And uh, I remember I got up there, all the friends and neighbors came to that service because when you preach your first message, everybody's going to come. You got a big fan club. That'll dwindle away over a period of time. But they all come, and I got up there, and I remember reading that scripture. And I may have stayed up there three minutes, maybe four, and I come down. And I remember the old preacher brother and they, they said, son, you've done good. You minded the Lord. The more you study, the better off it'll be. Amen. They were being nice. Amen. But I'm going to tell you this. God let me drink on that milk for a little while. But he said, son, if you're going to grow, and you're going to please me, you're going to have to get deeper in the Word, deeper in the Word. I tell you what he'll not do. He'll not toss you out there into something that you don't understand. But he'll make it clear to you today. And he'll, he'll take you, just like Miss Caldwell took me, individually. You see, my second grade teacher, she couldn't spend individual time with me. She had 20 other kids that she was trying to get along. And she couldn't take and spend that time. But Miss Caldwell, she took that extra time. And Jesus Christ will individually take that extra time with you and I today on an individual basis. 
Amen. I appreciate Brother Wayne when you said the song changed that we were to I. Amen. It's an individual thing today. And he will help you to grow. There's nothing worse. I'm fixing the clothes. There's nothing worse than being in a rut today. If we're not growing spiritually in the Lord, then we're stagnating. Amen. And we'll begin, we have no other choice but to begin to backslide. Amen. And I'm glad today that as, as the writer here talked about this high priest and this priest after the order of Melchizedek, that, that uh, we could come to him and that we didn't have to worry about his condition or whether he was in shape to hear uh, 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 what we had to say. Uh, but he was always right there at the right hand of God. You see, Jesus had no sin. Uh, he was the supreme sacrifice. Therefore, when we come uh, to him, he was always ready. Amen. Amen. One of the writers told him, I believe we'll go over here in 1 John. He said, my little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. That's the first thing he said, sin not. But I like this, this, this rest of what he said. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Amen. And I'm so glad today, if we were expected to be perfect after we come to know Jesus and the free pardon of sin, it wasn't very long after I got saved before I committed my first sin after I got saved. And if I had been judged on that, if that had been the, if the, if the deal had been, you don't sin again, and if you do sin, you lost it all. But praise God, I've got an advocate with the Father that I can go to. And I have to go to him more than I like to admit. And ask him to forgive me of thoughts, forgive me of envies, Forgive me, Lord, when I don't do what I ought to do. When I Forgive me, Lord, when I'm slothful in what you've given me to do. And God, help me just to grow closer to you and to be that God you had me to be. While everybody stands and Brother Wayne comes gets us a song, I want to ask you today, where are you at in the school of the Lord today? Are you stuck? Are you repeating? Are you moving on? If you're not moving on today, let me encourage you that you can, that you can go on and you can become the only way that you and I can be progressive in the Lord today is to grow in knowledge and in understanding. Therefore, when life throws its problems at you and I today, we'll be able to handle it better and better and better because we have a better understanding of Him today. Go ahead and say 408.
church and a lot of folks are making poor decisions because they went so far Sing one more verse. I like to sing a verse right here. Sing this. 